Hey, Hope family, good morning. In addition to being able to send in your questions for Mark or myself to hopedaily at hopechristianfellowship.org, you can also now sign up to be a part of the Becoming Peacemakers Summer Small Group over at the website, hopechristianfellowship.org. We'll be reading through Love Over Fear, Facing Monsters, Befriending Enemies, and Healing Our Polarized World, and I'm very much looking forward to diving into that with all of you. Today is our final beatitude, and so that takes us to Matthew 5, 10 to 12, and there Jesus says this, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And in the message, it says, You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. Not only that, count yourselves blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens, give a cheer even, for though they don't like it, I do. And all heaven applauds, and know that you are in good company. My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. These verses, uh, I think, are a great comfort to many and have been throughout the history of Christianity. But these verses can also be mistaken in at least two different ways, maybe more. The first that I see is Christians claiming persecution where it doesn't exist. The American church seems to have a persecution complex at times where we feel like our religious freedoms are being stripped away. And maybe there's some truth to that, but when we compare what we have to endure to what is happening in places like North Korea and China and Eritrea, Somalia, Pakistan, India, etc., our problems are pretty slight. Even when you look at European countries and Canada, Christians have a harder time there though still not comparable to the previous countries mentioned, than we do here. The other error that I see is when Christians behave like jerks and then invoke the words of Jesus in these verses. We are not blessed when we are persecuted for being unloving. We are blessed when we are persecuted for righteousness and justice sake. This means that we are are to seek faithfulness to God in all arenas of our life. And if persecution comes, we are to embrace it, for then we are blessed. As Jesus told his disciples, the world will hate them because the world hated him. And Jesus says in these verses that I just read, this is how the world treated the prophets. So persecution and people hating us should not be a surprise to us. But also the goal of being a Christian is not persecution. We should not be going out and looking for it. The goal is righteousness and justice, faithfulness to God. Jesus says elsewhere, you cannot serve two masters. So when the world asks us to serve the gods of consumerism, the gods of sexual freedom, the gods of military force, the gods of career, the gods of the family unit, we refuse to bow down to those idols and we will likely face some level of persecution for it. Does this mean that when persecution comes, we should take it lying down? 
Not necessarily. We we are blessed to be in a country where we have legal means and legal rights to fight against injustice. But that is not our hope, nor is it our goal. Christians since the very beginning have thrived under persecution and under regimes that did not extend to them the freedoms we have been given. In the message, Eugene Peterson, again, he says, you're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you deeper into God's kingdom. I don't pray for persecution. I don't pray that uh, our religious freedoms are taken away. I don't, I don't envy those who have to live in those situations. But history does show us that what Eugene Peterson is saying there is true. That for some Christians, certainly when persecution comes, they flee the faith. But for so many more, it drives them deeper into the faith. You're driven deeper and closer into the presence of God. And for that reason, you are blessed. I think of the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who were told to bow down to the statue of Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel, but they refused. When they were threatened with being thrown into the fire, they said to Nebuchadnezzar, God can save us, God will save us, but even if he doesn't, we refuse. And what was their reward? It was the presence of God in the midst of the fire with them. As we face persecution, whether it is on a big grand scale or on a small personal scale our blessing is not freedom from that persecution but God's presence in the midst of it and our ultimate hope and goal is not in removing the uncomfortable nature of the persecution but faithfulness to it blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you.